Welcome to the Self Love Podcast, the show that helps crack open your heart and inspire a deeper regard for your own well-being and happiness. Proudly brought to you by 28 Essentials, here's your host, the gorgeous Kim Morrison. Welcome to this week's Self Love Quickie. A question I get asked a lot, and some of you will relate to this hugely, is about being all things to all people, being a superwoman. How do we survive it? How do we understand what superwoman syndrome is? And how the heck do we manage to have our cake and eat it, so to speak? You know, we hear it all the time. Eat well, exercise, don't get too fat, don't get too skinny, take time out, relax work hard, play often, forge a career, get business savvy, travel the world, keep the house clean, bake home good goodie, homemade goodies, expand yourself, learn something new, be a good mother, be a great wife, make time for friends, smile often, frown less, volunteer. <laughs> the list is endless. And let's face it, it's a big call to be a superwoman. To maintain it all and to do it well can cause sheer exhaustion with symptoms that I'm sure many of you can relate to, headaches, muscular aches and pains, maybe even anxiety, a little bit of depression, irritability, inability to concentrate, mood swings. And now it is actually recognized as side effects, all of these, of superwoman syndrome. This name was first coined in the 70s, believe it or not. And it's a little bit more real than what we can give it credit to. I know as women, we struggle to balance multiple responsibilities. Many may wonder what even happened to having it all. How has life got so busy that there's literally little time left for me? Well, I think that the truth is being happy and healthy and the best that you can be is all about a commitment, a lasting commitment to a healthy, balanced lifestyle made up of the hundreds of small but important choices that you make every day. But the million-dollar question I get asked is, what is a healthy and balanced lifestyle in this sophisticated and fast-paced world? And how do you know if you really are making the best decisions about the way you live and what you do with your time? I know at heart we all want to be healthy, successful, and happy with ourselves, but many of us feel plainly overwhelmed and not only by what we have to do, but by information overload. The world around us is becoming more complex, technical and processed and filled with many more choices than our mothers, grandmothers and foremothers even had many years ago. I know as a speaker, a businesswoman, an author, I've heard women around the world asking for inspiration that will last a lifetime. Many want a strategy for living with unbiased information that they can rely upon when it comes to making everyday choices about their health, their well-being, their business, and the welfare of their families. I'm super passionate about my career and my health, and this plea is really close to my heart. After all, finding a healthy balance is a challenge that I face in my own life as a businesswoman, mother, wife, and therapist. Fortunately, I can say I do believe there is help. And quite honestly, if you break it down into manageable bits, it's not as hard as we might think. Remember, though, that everyone's experience of overload will be different. Therefore, the remedies and answers will also vary. I think it's important to experiment and find the strategies and tools that work best for you. 
Maintaining the so-called thing called balance is a lifetime process. It's a day-to-day journey of learning and gaining insight into how we can positively affect our health and relationships, not only at work, but in the home. So how do we beat this thing called superwoman syndrome? And how do we get to choose to live at high-level wellness? Well, it's all very good and well to say to choose to do this. It's almost silly to suggest it. After all, I know we all want to live at high level. But the problem is many people confuse wellness with living without illness. Rather than realizing that we each have the power to live at an optimum level of health, which can positively affect every area of your life. So I thought about this and what I could share with you guys this week to help get us on our journey or reintegrate back into the journey we know so well. And I'm going to suggest that we don't have to try all of them or achieve them all in one week, but maybe set yourself some mini goals and work at implementing one of these strategies at a time into your life. But the key is to be persistent, disciplined, and keep going. And I know that may seem a challenge at times, but ultimately, the only person that can support you to live at high-level wellness is, guess what, (laughs) you. So I guess one of the first things that I could recommend to you is to prioritize and delegate more. Ha, I hear you laughing. But it's true, everywhere I go, the two biggest excuses I hear from women for not taking care of themselves is that there's never enough time or enough money. And in today's busy world, and given everything we're going through, with such high financial and time pressures, it's easy to imagine that these are valid excuses. But I kind of disagree. I don't think it's about the time or money. I believe it's simply because you have not made yourself a priority. When was the last time you had a relaxation massage? Now, if it was last week, congratulations. But I know for many of you, it may have been months, even years since you had the pleasure. It may be that some of you are yet to even enjoy that experience. If your reason for not having a regular massage recently is because you have not had enough time or money, is it really because you haven't had the time or money? Or is it just that you do not see this as a priority? Maybe you see it more of a luxury than a necessity. I do believe the most important asset you can have in your whole life is your health. And I know that many women find that putting the needs of their partner, family or loved ones before their own can often become the problem. And women are so good at this. So if I suggested the health or the lives of your children or partner depended on you having a massage this week, in other words, they would get really sick if you didn't have one. I know that you would find the time and money to have one. Massage would then become a major priority. Priorities are definitely what drives us. They're our focus. If it was really important for you to have a holiday in Europe, regardless of COVID, but you didn't have the time or money right now, we know that at heart, if it was a real priority, you would actually start to create a plan. You would begin saving and begin to work out maybe the itinerary and where you'd like to go. You'd work out whether it was a week, a year, a few months, or even it could be a sabbatical that you take your time to get there. But you know that you would make it happen because it's become a priority. Many people have a great deal of trouble prioritizing people and activities in their life. I want you to think about yourself for a minute. Begin by assessing your relationships. 
your higher power, spouse, partner, children, friends, employment? Is that the order of priority? Often people living with symptoms of superwoman syndrome have this list reversed. If you're really truthful, you'll admit that you believe no one else can do what you do. If you don't do things yourself, they just don't get done, right? Everyone else is too busy or you think you'll be seen as a failure if you can't manage it all. Recognizing that this way of thinking is not helping you could indeed be the first step. Then learning to delegate and asking for help could be the next. However, learning to say no at times could also be your lifesaver. But I get it. It's easier said than done, right? The next tip I could give you then is to plan. The key to managing a full-on busy life is to plan your day. Often we plan about what we're doing for work, what we're doing about our time, what we're going to do about the meals that we're preparing, when we get to the markets or supermarket. You plan when you're going to eat out. What time will you fit in for exercise? When is your chill-out time? Maybe your meditation time. Maybe when is your time that you're going to slot in? That's you time, a walk, gym time. I know that if you don't plan to put it in, then really you're setting yourself up to plan to fail. It's easy to put everyone else's needs before your own. I think in order to be a real powerful superwoman, one of the most important things you can do is to create time and space in your diary that is for you. There's a big thing at the moment. The next tip I want to bring up about is managing a thing that many people call mother's guilt. There are many mums, and you'll know who we're talking to right now, that this is a big thing. One of the toughest things for busy women who work is feeling comfortable about how much time they spend with their children. What is the answer here? A full-time nanny, daycare, half days, a live-in au pair? I believe the answer is do what works for you and your family. My suggestion is that whatever decision you make, go with it. Then really think about why you're feeling guilty. Then let it go and allow yourself to know that you're making the best decision out there for you and your family. I get it that sometimes the guilt doesn't necessarily go away, but that's why I can suggest a limit. Be kind to yourself. And if it's not working, change it. The next tip I'd love to give you is that I think it's really important to think about in order to be an amazing superwoman. It's true, we have to think about the food that we're eating. After all, good food, good mood. And I know we've heard it all before and yet again, want to reinforce it. Eat fresh whole foods. Choose live foods as nature intended and avoid as many processed and packaged foods as possible. I might be preaching to the converted, but I know how important it is to truly understand that you are what you eat eats. I want to say that again. You are what you eat eats. And what goes into your mouth has an effect on how you think and feel, your energy levels, your mood, and your productivity. I know that this topic is huge. But we also know that eating on the run, eating packaged foods, takeaways, muffins and endless cups of coffee, or worse still, having no time to eat at all, are typical superwoman syndrome habits. I truly believe 
If you do not invest into your health and well-being now, then sickness will invest itself in you later. The next tip is to remember that we are role models, not supermodels. It's a really powerful message, actually, particularly at a time when advertising and marketing is so based on the inverted commas beauty images of rail thin and very tall models, many of which are in fact, you know, uh, photoshopped in order to look a certain way. So they're not even real. But I want you to think about the tone of your voice when discussing your health and well-being. How do you talk about your body, your hair, your skin? How do you accept compliments? How do you talk around your friends and family? Many women will agree they don't want their children growing up with hang-ups about their body or their image. But if they hear their role models and mentors saying things like, ugh, hate my hair, God, I'm fat, I can't be bothered, money doesn't grow on trees, you know, what messages are we giving them? When a child asks for a certain toy, for example, and you can't afford it, is this what you tell them? Money doesn't grow on trees. Or do you try to encourage them by saying, wow, that would be amazing. Do you think we could come up with a plan to save for that so that one day we could get that toy? You're not saying no. And the responsibility is now on them to become maybe a bit more creative. You could possibly be helping them to see how they can achieve goals if they create a plan. Suggestions like this can really empower children and us superwomen remarkably. My next tip, age gracefully. Aging is a natural biological process that we experience as each year passes. Sadly, women often berate themselves as they age almost as if they associate more wrinkles with less value. They turn to expensive, maybe anti-aging products or more radical options, non-invasive surgical procedures, Botox, surgery, enhancers. Now, while it's important to pamper yourself and I believe use really good skincare, I think your intention would be more helpful to be around nourishing and caring for your skin and body to help it age gracefully rather than engaging in a war with the wrinkles. If we place a greater emphasis on reducing stress, eating a healthy diet with plenty of water, fresh air, being in nature, skin protection and regular movement along with plenty of sleep and relaxation, (laughs) sounds perfect, doesn't it? Then we give ourselves the best chance to age in a way more graceful way. And there's a better chance that you'll enjoy the ride too. Maybe remember that age is just a number. Laughter lines, fine lines, frown lines, they all characterize who we are. They do not mean it's time to go under the surgeon's knife. I've met women of all ages, wrinkles and all, who radiate energy, vitality and beauty. Growing older is growing wiser. Life is about loving yourself and accepting who you are in the moment. And a healthy attitude certainly is a key here. It plays a significant role in how you regard yourself and others. And I can honestly say, after listening to my beautiful grandmother for many years, who whenever I talked to her about aging, she would always say, honey, the alternative's not great. Next tip I want to ask you is how do you feel when you stand naked in front of a mirror? Are you horrified, pleased, shocked or wrapped? 
If you cannot stand in front of the mirror every morning and say, wow, look at you, then maybe here you definitely need to take on something like a ritual that I've done for many years, which is the daily body boost massage. I absolutely love it. I appreciate how quick we are to criticize our bodies and be disappointed in it and even literally physically and mentally and emotionally abuse it. But maybe after listening to this, it's the beginning of the rest of your life and it's time to acknowledge the amazing machine that houses you. Your body is a temple and an incredible vehicle that transports you through life no matter how it looks. I guarantee you there are people out there who would love to have your problems rather than their own. Remember, it's okay to want to change your body, but do it with better health as your goal rather than maybe focusing on weight loss or shape change. If the focus is on feeling better, there are fewer chances of disappointment when certain weight or measurements are not achieved. Give yourself time to change if that is what you'd like to have happen. Don't expect miracle creams or even my beautiful ritual of the daily body boost or surgery to fix you. But I do know this, the daily body boost ritual will have you honoring and nurturing your body before you know it. And then you will see transformations unfold before your eyes. If we can focus on better health, we can honestly really then look at ourselves and question that side of us as opposed to how we look. This is where essential oils play such a key part for me. My daily body boost ritual is simply a teaspoon of carrier oil, three drops of my favorite blend or three drops of three individual oils, adding in some magnesium spray, and then massaging myself from my toes to my head, honoring every single part of my body. When was the last time you gave thanks to your legs, your chest, your arms, your tummy? So what if it's got wrinkles, crinkles, and dimples? You may have housed babies in that body. You've grown humans, some of you. And I really do want to reiterate that the most important thing you can gift yourself is to love yourself wholeheartedly. I know what it means to have little time. I know what it's like to have no extra money to take time to indulge in ourselves when we really want to or need to. But I've discovered that no time or no money is no longer a valid excuse for not taking care of ourselves. I know this podcast in particular is focused at our women. But if you're listening to this and you do believe that a beautiful woman in your life could do with hearing this, I would love you to pass this message on. Women are incredibly good at giving. They often put their own needs last in order to support or help someone else. I'm suggesting you start to make yourself a priority. Take a bit more time out for you. Make it guilt-free and savor it. Face it, no one else is going to do it for you. And there's only one person you can count on to do this. And as mentioned, as you know, that is you. Just think about it for a moment. If you did pay a little more time and attention to your own needs, how would that look? What would it feel like? How could it unfold and create a ripple effect into the family or into your work environment? Taking a few moments at the end of a busy day to run a bath, put on some music, light a candle, is not a huge ask or expense. Using a natural exfoliant like salt on your hands, maybe painting or filing your nails, putting on a bit of lip balm, putting on a mask, 
can do wonders to how you feel about yourself. And all of these treats take little time or money. I'm no different from you or the countless other women out there trying to do their best. I just chose from a very young age to prioritize it and to know that indulging myself at least once a day with some of the things that I've talked about here is one of the keys to really honoring my own self-worth. I've also come to realize how important it is for the welfare of our partners, our children, our friends and family and work colleagues that we do take care. And in this particular day and age where we're at right now, looking after our immune system and our health, our well-being, our energy and our vitality is more imperative than ever. I've said it before. You may have heard me say it live or at events or on this podcast, but I do believe when the woman of the house is happy and healthy, life runs pretty smoothly for everyone else. Prioritizing your physical and emotional wellness is the key to a truly happy and vibrant life. Taking responsibility has that ripple effect, positively enhancing the lives of everyone around you. Treat yourself with the utmost respect and be grateful for where you are right here, right now. Know that you have the power to always be the extraordinary human being you are without suffering superwoman syndrome. It's about feeling good in your own skin, being proud of who you are, constantly evolving, learning, and opening your heart and mind to all things. Meditating, taking time out, being still, and honoring the spaces between the thoughts could be your superpower. And I want to finish by saying this, you are an amazing superwoman. And you truly do deserve the best. I hope you've enjoyed this week's self-love podcast. I hope you honor how magnificent and truly magical you are. And I sincerely hope that you share this, maybe with a woman in your life that could do with just a little bit of a, let's call it a, uh, a hug out here in the ethos from my heart to yours. I look forward to your feedback on my Facebook page, Kim Morrison Training, or on my Instagram page, Kim Morrison and the number 28. Please invest into something like maybe a live event that I'm putting on this year, the Essential Self-Care Weekend on the Sunshine Coast and down in Victoria. It is such a treat for me to teach these skills in an immersion event where you get to take two to two and a half days out of your busy schedule to tap back into that superwoman power. And sometimes by immersing ourselves into an environment like that, a beautiful environment where you only get to focus on you is like filling your emotional self-love tank to the top. I look forward to hearing from you and thank you wholeheartedly for all your beautiful comments and feedback. The Self-Love Podcast is my absolute wish, my desire, my love to share with every single person who stumbles upon it, hears it, whether you're in and out of listening to it or whether you followed every single show. I just want you to know that this is my way of giving back to all the incredible souls who I've had the privilege of being on their journey with. Thank you. Take care. Be kind. 
Thanks for listening to the Self Love Podcast. Be sure to write a review and share the love with your friends and family. And head over and visit Kim and her team at 28.com. That's the word 20 and the number 8.com. Take good care. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.